Hey, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Father Knows Something. And uh, crazy week for us, wasn't it? A little bit. A little bit. So I'm going to have you update us a little bit what went on with you in your life for the last week. Make it about We're going to make it about Justin. I don't know. We had a great fourth. We did. We went down to Newport and uh, partied a little bit, a little did. break. Yep. And made some good friends. And now it's just like back to the grind, and full we, force. And we have really been doing it. And uh, Miss Morgan is not over there uh, producing because she is home uh, with food poisoning. Mysterious illness. Yes, she is not a happy girl right now. She, uh, Dad had to do Father Knows Something, which was, let me go get you chicken soup and crackers <laughs> and ginger ale. Yep. And then, then she gave me the right, the, told me that I bought the wrong chicken soup. So we oh, can't no. can't go into the brands, but it was a name brand that I grew up with, and apparently, you're not supposed to have that chicken soup. So uh, meanwhile, I was uh, I as you asked me to shoot some videos, I did you know try to shoot some stuff. I don't think we posted any of it yet because I'm learning and might have been dumb. But I just got back from working a a 48 hour straight stint in Denver, Colorado, and that was cool because on the plane coming back, you guys were doing the live show on Patreon. Group session. Discord. And it was Discord, but I always saw Patreon. So from Patreon, I couldn't get it. And then it went to Discord. And I'm very busy using my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> but I did make it as I got on the airplane, as they were shutting me down, I got to you know chime in and wave to you guys just to let you know I, I know. succeeded. <laughs> you didn't hear me, but I said, Jerry, say, introduce us to the whole plane. <laughs> and then you standing up, hey, everybody, this is, like, it would have been hilarious. I didn't hear it. I would have yeah, done it. I, I would have done it. I know you would have. You guys were all live. And then, of course, I would have people saying, I'm suing you because I'm, I'm with my mistress. <laughs> and everyone, follow Father Knows Something. Everyone subscribe on the plane. <laughs> well, now you guys have an idea kind of what was, was our week. Now let's uh, dig into this and... We're, we're doing it. We're, we're supposed to air tonight, and uh, this is a last-minute thing, so it may not get out till tomorrow, but we're going to make it without mistake, so it'll be easy to, um, to edit. So, it's almost live. It's like you're almost getting this live. Well, it, it really is live, <laughs> because it's going to go right from here, right on, be posted. So let's rock and roll, and let's cut, okay. let's cut through them. Oh, great socks, by the way. We have I do sheep. like them. Yeah, we have uh, sheep. Sheep in a field. Yeah. Bright green. Perfect. Are you curious of the theme? Yes. Okay. The theme is girl issues from a guy's perspective. Girls issues from a guy's perspective. Okay. That's what we're going into tonight, this late night show. Okay. This, you know how the shows come on, like the late show, the late, late show. This is like the late, 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 late show. Well, no, I mean, we're, we're right on. We, we air at about midnight, don't we? That's right where Jim Corden used to be. We can take his seat. We're not going to make midnight tonight. Oh, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be ready for the morning show or the afternoon show. Okay, number one. Hi, Jerry, Morgan, and Justin. I love this podcast and Two Hot Takes. I listen all the time, especially when doing grad school work. 
Anyway, I'd like advice on a friendship that I feel like I'm losing. I met my friend about five years ago when I was working in retail. We got along right away as we are the same age and have very similar interests. We would always hang out after shifts and on days off. Even when we both quit from where we were working, we kept in contact. That was until last May when she had a really traumatic experience. On her way home from her new job, she found the victim of a hit and run and was having trouble with nightmares and anxiety. She texted me about the whole experience and I let her know that I was here for her and to reach out if she needed anything. When I didn't hear from her for a few days, I got worried for her well-being. I reached out but heard nothing back. I reached out again about a week later and the same silence. I didn't want to be pushy or annoying. I have really bad anxiety. I didn't reach out again until November when I really became worried about not hearing from her for months. She ended up texting back and explaining that she was having a lot of family issues over the last few months that was taking up a lot of her attention, but it was getting a lot better and that we would hang out soon. I was so relieved that she was okay and completely understanding of her family issues taking up all her time. However, the silence came right back after that. Over the past year, I would reach out through text and she would answer a few times and we would have a small text conversation about our lives, but this was rare compared to how much I'd reach out about every other month. The last I'd heard from her, she let me know that she put me down as a reference for an apartment and thanked me for being such a great friend. It's been months since I've heard from her. Last October, I got engaged and I thought that she would be one of my bridesmaids. That's how close we were. I understand that people drift apart and personal lives get busy, but I don't understand why someone wouldn't be able to just send a quick text response once over a span of months, especially if I'm such a great friend. I guess what I'd like advice on is if it's worth it for me to put in the effort to try and save this friendship, I feel like I'm the one who has put all the effort in these past two years and I'm getting tired of putting in this effort that I don't really have as a grad student, fiance, and only daughter to a mother with MS. I have very few friends and don't want to lose a friendship that was once great. Thank you in advance for any advice. So something I didn't catch. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't pitched. That's why I didn't catch it. Do they live in the same town? It didn't say anything about her moving away but you'd assume that obviously when they worked at the same place, they were. I didn't catch anything that said mm-hmm. that they weren't. So I'm trying to understand if people are that close and you have a friend that goes up, how come you're not, why aren't you guys seeing each other? So there's, there's some things that I'm unclear with in your write-in. That's number one. It's, it's obvious that something really happened during that period of the hit and run or it, it triggered something else, your response to it, or however she understood it. It triggered something where it didn't bond you together any closer. It really is something that has driven you guys apart. And there's something, there's obviously some something going on. Yeah. And if you feel that neither one of you, but she hasn't brought it up, you haven't brought it up, maybe you just need to get the elephant out of the, you know, right out of the room and say, Hey, what's going, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. And if that's pressure for her and she doesn't want to really say anything, you know, you only could be friends with somebody that really wants to, to have that. And if she wants to be the, you know, the acquaintance friend from best friends, now you're just, you know, how you doing once every six months, 
maybe that's what it is, then find another bridesmaid. Don't put any expectation on it. You know, friendships aren't about expectation. It's about a gift of friendship. And if it doesn't come easy and it starts starts being work, don't put so much expectation into it. You know, yeah. just relaxing. It's, it's not like you have to say, she's not my friend. You know, if you want to send her an invitation, you send her the invitation. See if she chimes and she wants to go. She may not. But don't force the the bridesmaid thing on her. There's something going on. There is, if you want to have a conversation with her, I, I'm always open about having conversations to bring a higher enlightenment what's going on in our lives, to have it explained. And if she wants to come clean whatever is go, really going on with her and where her discomforts are or where her disconnect is, because look, she may be disconnected because she's really going through some you know, post-traumatic stress from that accident or that incident mm-hmm. and doesn't know how to identify what's going on in her mind. So first, let's make it about her. What happened? And now the way it affected me is I miss you. Right. I miss the us. And there's a way we, is there anything I can do to help us with, you know, with our connection? Because if I'm failing or you feel I'm being, you know, for whatever reason, I'm being narcissistic or I was this and I wasn't, you know, understanding of your feelings enough. Maybe there's some hurt there that has to be uncovered that you may not even realize that she interpreted something that may not have been real for you at that moment, but might be real for her. Yeah. And it's interesting because a lot of the friend stories we get are, it's kind of a drifting apart, Mm -hmm. a natural, you know, we've seen it a million times type situation. Mm -hmm. This one's different because this was like great, 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 great friends, like doing everything and then just right. Like instantly it went from, it's not even a drift. It's like a, like a just end off the cliff. Yeah, that's what it tells me. There's something. There's something that 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 manifested itself through this whole process that has made her have a paradigm shift away from you, and you have to go see if you can fix that by by undoing that paradigm shift or get it back, shifting back so you can resume your relationship that you miss. You miss your friend. Yeah. So it's worth a um, a sit down conversation. I think so. and just. I think I, it out. I think it's a good way to approach this one. And then I think like the bridesmaid thing was almost, I think, put in here just to show the level of which she considered her mm-hmm. her friend. And, you know, I've, I've felt that. I've mm-hmm. kind of been in that position where it's like, you start to have friends that get married and you're like, wow, I always thought I would have been up there. And then you're not. And then, but she's on the flip. So it's like, I wanted to have her up there. So- I don't know. You just got to try and connect and, you know, mm-hmm. see see from there. It's a tricky one. So let us know what you did do. And I'm sure other people will have similar uh, experiences. I know that the the woman that, I, that I'm seeing right now had some friends that, you know, there is some goofiness going on. And I said, if this is, you know, they want it. I said, a friend doesn't beat you up and leave you bleeding at the curb. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. what these girls did. They, they, she did. She had a behavior that they weren't happy with. They talked about it and that wasn't good enough. They kept kicking her and they, then they, they, they walked away and said, Hey, you know, we need really have time away from you right now. So yeah. not only did they beat her up to try to correct her, which she fully understood and said, you know, I didn't intend that. And I, you know, I, and she's the nicest person in the world, but this is the the action they had. And my, and she's grieving their 
they're just oh, for sure. I mean, and, this one's almost more confusing. Yeah, and because I, she's still engaging. Yeah, and I just said, you know, you can't uh, allow someone to beat you up and abuse you, and leave you bleeding in the street, and think they're your friend. Yeah. Well, you know, let them go. Let them go. Figure out. You know, don't don't keep investing your emotion daily into this. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, move on and well, and this one's hard because this is like a tease. Like it's like you come back and it's like we're gonna hang out soon, and then just back right. to nothing. Yeah, there's something weird going on. Yeah. All right, now we're gonna go on to number two. Number two. I'm ready. My 26 female boyfriend's 30 male best friend's fiance is a bully. I hate bullies. <laughs> Did you track all that? I got it. Boyfriends. 20, yeah, she's 26. Her boyfriend is 30. He's his fiance. His fiance is a bully. And I'm the only one who seems to think so. For context, my boyfriend and his best friend have been friends for 15 plus years. My boyfriend's best friend, we'll call him John, is easy to get along with and a good friend to my boyfriend. When John first introduced his then girlfriend to our friend group, she was standoffish and rude. She actually introduced herself to me like this. I'm Ashley, fake name, and I'm a model and literally flipped her hair. I remember it because I thought she was joking. Then when I realized she was serious, I told my boyfriend and we both giggled about it because it was an odd introduction. Fast forward to now three-ish years later and John and Ashley are engaged. From the very first interaction we've ever had to now, Ashley has always been the type of person to get off on making sly comments that are rude. She's even said rude things to me on several occasions. Example, we went to brunch and everyone had burgers, pasta, etc., and I chose a salad. She waited for a moment of silence and then said, so how is your salad? It looks delicious, sarcastically, to which everyone cracked up laughing. I guess it's because it was healthy compared to what everyone else had ordered, but I don't know. On another occasion, I was talking to John about my PCOS and how I struggle to lose weight and have to be very strict with my health regimen. Ashley interrupted our convo and said something like, yeah, I think you've told us this before, but it sounds like an excuse to me. Now remember, she's a model, so she's tall and thin. That's still no reason to act like Regina George, in my opinion. She has also called me a little bitch on different outings for not wanting to drink to avoid getting sick. I get chronic migraines, so I don't drink much to avoid inducing a hangover headache, which turns into a migraine for me. She's rude and assertive, and I seem to be the only one that takes issue with it. My boyfriend likes her and says I'm overreacting. I've always been nice to her and cordial. Am I crazy and overreacting? The only person who actually agrees with me about Ashley is my best friend, but maybe she's biased. What do you think, Jerry? Side note, I've told my mom about Ashley. My mom has met her a few times before at parties, gatherings, and told me that she has no business being a model because she's average looking. I know that's petty to include, but I just felt like I needed to. Regardless of how you look, mean girl vibes are not it. Well, you didn't have to share with me. You're right. You didn't have to share it with me because to me, it means nothing. The only thing that I see here, and my best advice to you is when entangled, or what I always, how do I say this? When entangled or embedded with, in battle of, a, in battle of wits with a fool and one, what have you won? And the answer is you won a battle with a fool. What does it make you? Right. My answer to you is just be elegant. The answer is don't engage. This, this person 
is not worth your words to battle. Hold yourself to a higher esteem. You have to let her behavior be be read by everybody else, and they're soon going to be sick of it, and it will it it will correct itself. That's what's going to happen with this person. They're all going to get sick of it. I mean, it, right now if they're so enamored with her because of her beauty. Look, I've been out with with all. I've been out with with women that were. Uh, not as attractive as others and some that were more attractive than anyone else. And uh, I have been out with the, with the models. I, I dated a swimsuit illustrated model once. And let me tell you, this sounds a lot like her, but don't let it affect you. Be you and be clear on who you are and don't try to, in, to engage her, to impress her or to be friends with her because she is just not real. It's that simple. She's not real. Anyone that flips her head and tries to just chime in to go hear herself talk or hear himself talk, and it's it's just not worth it. So yeah. don't don't try, don't attempt to do anything. Just be your normal self, and do not react. Don't bite into it. Don't get. Don't go to anybody else and complain about her or say that she did. You know that you see that. Just ignore it. Everyone sees it. We all know, and. It it will purge itself naturally just from her own be her own behavior. Yeah, it's a very tricky spot to be in mm-hmm. because you know this person's going to be in your life as long as she's in your boyfriend's best friend's life. Because I'm sure you're always together. That's kind of how it works. Lucky him, isn't it? <laughs> but I mean, ideal outcome, validation that I'm not crazy, and help handling her. I truly don't know. I don't want her in my life. Honestly, the bad vibes are icky. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's kind of hard if you were to take a stance and have your boyfriend try and stand by you on this because it's just a very ch- sketchy, tricky road to walk down because then it's, oh, you're trying to pit me against my best friend and that's his girlfriend. And then what? So it's like, are you almost saying like, bite your tongue, be the bigger person and Wait it out. I'm saying that this is a, a minefield. Don't step in it. There's signs that say, don't step in the minefield. Go around it, anything you can, but don't step through it. And just let her or whoever else is going to walk in that minefield blow themselves up. You just have to just stay clear. If you if you guys are out for the evening, be normal, be yourself. If you don't want to eat anything other than a salad, knock yourself out, have your salad. If you want to be, be if you don't want to, you know, get drink to the part of oblivion, don't. No. I mean, look, we went to, you know, some of Morgan's concerts, you know, the two hot take concerts. The shows. The shows. <laughs> it's not a concert. Well. <laughs> right. It would be fun though. Okay. So we, we, we've had a few of them. Yeah. Two, I think. Right. And dad walks out. He's dad. And I want, and I, and people know who I am. And they said, you know, are you dad? And I said, sure. And they go, we want to buy you a drink. And their 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 goal was to get me fucked up, and my answer is I drink water. Yeah, you can buy me water, or I'll get a glass. But thank you so much for the kind consideration. But you know, I want to be me. I want to have all my faculties present while we are spending our time together. Yeah, and people should respect that. And so I don't take anything negative to tell somebody. I need my faculties together to really enjoy you, right? Because I want to know who you are. 
And you put it that way and there's no argument. So what would you do if someone's like, come on, Jerry, let's go be fun. Don't be lame. That's me. See, and that's like also an element of just having that confidence in yourself mm-hmm. and not caring so much what other people think, which right. I think is a lifelong thing to learn is you'd be surprised what happens when you stop caring. You got to be, you got to be, you know, stand tall in your own shoes and not only tall in your own shoes, you got to stand strong. Yeah. Be who you are, not who, not who they want you to be. hundred percent. Were you ready for number three? If you are. I'm ready. Let's go number three. Okay. Number three. Number three. Hi, Jerry. I need advice on how to tell my friend her actions are seriously hurting my feelings. My friend and I, both 24 female, have been friends since college in 2017. Lately, our plans have been falling through. Usually no biggie. We're both adults and lead busy lives, but we both work for the same company in Denver. So we talk almost every day. I was, I was in Denver. I, I know, that's why I emphasize. I just got back. <laughs> I missed you. The last few weekends, we've made plans to go to the bar or to dinner or just have a girl's night in. Each time she cancels at the last minute or makes last minute changes. When this happens, I usually find myself driving 40 minutes to her house and 40 minutes home, and that's without traffic. For example, just one, but I have many. We plan to go to a popular bar that's in the middle. Day before, she says she's invited some of her other friends, her sister plus her friends. We're going to have a party at a bar with all, with, with all our cronies. No problem. The more the merrier. No more than 30 minutes before I leave, she says everyone would rather stay home or do something on their side of town. I had had an emotionally draining week at work and just really didn't want to make the drive. So she says, we'll grab dinner the following weekend. Cool, I'm with it. Then again, I hear from her about some changes and that she made other plans but still wanted me to tag along all the way across town. I'm a sensitive girl and always had a hard time making and keeping friends. Some days I feel hopelessly alone. This has always made me feel less than or like there's something wrong with me. I just don't know how to tell her that it hurts my feelings that she doesn't make the same efforts I do or that I feel our friendship takes a back seat. I just want to have an honest conversation with her. She's also sensitive and can be defensive, but I'm not sure how to initiate the conversation or what verbiage to use without being abrasive or overly emotional myself. I know in my heart of hearts, I'm a good friend and person who will bend over backwards for those I care for. With your tender Jerry heart, please give me your advice on this situation. I see a lack of respect. And not that you have lack of respect for your friend, but your friend is not respecting you. And how do you deal with that? Is when the next time the person says, you have two options. Option one is to say, I really want to let you know that I'm hurt. And I don't think you'd want to hurt me consciously because I know I'd never want to hurt you, but sometimes people do hurt one another without realizing it. And I feel that I have to let you know because I can't let it go on again because next time you call me and say, hey, let's block off Tuesday night. We're going to go out and do this. And I tell other people that I'm busy. And next thing I know is your history in the last four, you know, the last four times, we never made it out. And I was, you know, tired and I didn't, you know, and everything was me coming to that side of town or me moving. And well, she'd probably already gotten ready, like done all, all the stuff, all the above. And my answer is, I just want you to understand the next time you say, can we do this? 
I'm going to say no because I'm not going to have a confident level that it's going to happen. So if you want to spend time, you know where I live. <laughs> Let's come out here, just you and I. We don't need a group of people. But if we, we want to save our own, our own relationship, our own friendship, let's have some time together where we do it, go out and have a fun time just doing it. We don't need everybody else. Because apparently they're, they're dictating if we really get together or not. And if they fail, it doesn't change us. Mm-hmm. And you got to get that agreement with her that she says, I recognize that we can't put our getting together at the demi- at the um the prerequisite that everybody else shows. They right. show, great. They don't show, great. But we are going to show. Yeah. And that's something that I need to make sure that that happens because it hurts me when I get stood up consistently that, look, let's be honest with each other. If, if we were going on a date with somebody and they flaked out on us, you know, not once but twice, how many more times would we be accepting right. dates with them? Right. You would say, don't take a date with that person. They don't deserve you. Let's let's step let's step outside the box and look inside from outside the window right. and see what we see here. Yeah, it just needs to be more fair. Do you, it's just not fair because you're not seeing it. If she could see it from your perspective, mm-hmm. you know, if if you flipped it and said, "Hey, you know, guess what? Not in the middle. Let's come to my side of town. I have I have friends coming too." Yeah, would she drive all the way across? I just like it better when you just say, "If you were going out with a guy or a, yeah, or, no, I know, or somebody that was a guy or gal, whoever, whatever you date, and that person was to pull that shit on you, would you continue to make a date with that person? Your answer would be, "Fuck them. No, I'm not." Yeah, I just think you need to get her to see it from your perspective mm-hmm. because. Nobody wants to deal with that. And nobody wants to be hurt. Nobody wants to hurt somebody. At right. least in, anyway, it's a friend doesn't want to hurt you. Some yeah. people do want to hurt you because that's just the way that their their DNA works for whatever reason that they've they've gotten that. But yeah. Those aren't friends of me. Well, I wonder if your friend just, you know, I'm doubting it's a conscious choice to be like, I'm going to make her drive all the way out here. I think it's more trying to please all the parties and saying, oh, could you just come all the way out here? But you're always the one who's compensating and doing it. Yeah, well, it's a type A and a type B personality and the A's are the controllers and the B's are the followers. But she may not even know. Like she might not even realize how much she's putting her through. She may not, but she's still doing it. Right. So maybe it's like, bring it to the attention. Bring it to her attention. Bring it to her attention and, and just see what, you know, have a really heartfelt, deep conversation. I really like the fact if you were dating somebody and they did this to you. I know you how many, how many more dates would you be going on with that person? I don't think a lot. Yeah. I think an ideal outcome to have an honest conversation that benefits and strengthens our friendship. That would do it. And so, it's not calling anybody a name and it's not saying that you're inconsiderate and it's not throwing in, it's not, I'm throwing my bananas at you and you're throwing them back at me. It's not a Michael Frank song. It's just... This is reality. Yeah, I think this is positive. I think this will turn out really good. Okay. I have good good vibes. All right, they'll let us know. Now, what number are we going to? I don't know. Are you sure? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think I can still count. Okay. It's not, it's not the fact of counting. It's I can remember where we were five minutes ago because of my short-term memory. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm, you know, I get Edith pulls the plug out of my little switchboard. (laughs) 
or a fuse goes bad? Nah, I blow a lot of fuses. Number four. Oh. Hey, FKS gang. I've been listening to Two Hot Takes since about the fifth episode and started listening to FKS as soon as it came out. I'm which, so- which, by the way, was your idea. Maybe. It was ju- this was all due to Justin, guys. He gets this is all him. Maybe. He came up with this concept. Not maybe. <laughs> Baby. I'm so in love with the show and I'm always super excited when a new episode comes out. On to my issue. I need some fatherly advice and I really don't want to talk to my dad about this, even though we have a great relationship. 21 female, have been single for around four months and have been drunkenly hooking up with a bunch of guys. I know it sounds bad, but I'm enjoying myself and I'm only young once. I usually hook up with a new guy once a weekend when I've been drinking and I typically meet them at a bar or club. For me, it's just super casual and no strings attached sex. Half the time, I don't even know their name. I never get their phone number and I almost always have them order me an Uber back home once the deed is done, so no spending the night. This has been working amazing for the past few months until two weekends ago. I met this guy, Ian, 23, at a bar, partied with him a bit, went home with him, and after we were done having sex, I started to put my clothes back on and asked him to order me an Uber, but he suggested I spend the night. I was way drunker than I normally am when hooking up, so I obliged and spent the night. In the morning, he put his number in my phone and ordered me an Uber, and I was on my way, expecting this to go exactly how every other hookup was, but I've become a little obsessed. I have no idea why, but there was something so alluring about him, it made me want so much more. I was out with some friends the next night and ended up inviting him to my place when I was heading home from the bar, which has never happened until this point. For me, hookups are always at the guy's place, and even if they invite me to do it again, I've always said no. He came over and we ended up going to another club before he came back to my place and spent the night. So the events of the night were, I got home from a bar, he came over, we decided we weren't done partying, went to a club, and then came back to my place a few hours later. My issue now is I really want to see him, but I don't want to text him again, seeming desperate. But he has not reached out. I feel like this is very one-sided, and he was just expecting a one-and-done hookup, but I can't get him off my mind. I want to see him again, and I feel like I might want a relationship with him, or at least just hang out without having sex. The weekend after that happened, I didn't end up hooking up with anyone because I could only think about Ian. I have hooked up with a new guy every single weekend without fail for about two and a half months, so the fact I didn't says a lot. Should I text him again asking him to come over or hang out, or leave the past in the past and find a new guy this weekend? I feel oddly heartbroken, which is super unlike me, and I've only seen him two times, so I've just been insanely confused the past two weeks. I didn't see him at the bars the next weekend or else I would have approached him and struck up a conversation. Interesting one. First of all, let's, uh, where do you want me to begin? Where would she like me to begin? I'll give you the ideal outcome. Okay. Absolute ideal outcome would be for Ian to text me, but I seriously doubt he will at this point. My next best ideal outcome is to text him to see him again without seeming desperate or see him at a bar and talk to him in person. Thank you so much for reading. First, I'm going to address the, the the fact of just having the casual sex and conducting your life and just 
being whims- whimsical. Whims- whimsical. 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 Nice. Nice. Got it. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, as long as you're safe. That's it. That was my biggest thing. Safe if, sex. Long as you're long as you're making them rap and you're watching yourself. Then live your life. STDs is the biggest thing. And then if, if and also just to protect yourself from getting pregnant and having a life decision to make yeah, and just change. Be smart. You know, you know, having casual sex, there's nothing wrong with it at all. I mean No, it's great. It's healthy. Um, the fact that this guy made such a remarkable um, impact on you. Uh, I'm not telling you to forget him, but I do think that you should, let's just see what he does. Uh, give him a little longer. And if you yeah. want, if you want, you could certainly say, Hey, you know, just been on my mind. How you doing? And you want to just, you know, you want to go for lunch 100%. because, because I don't know if you just want it. He's not the person that you want to just hook up. All of a sudden there's something more serious here. There, he made an impact on something within you. So why don't you explore that? Because you know sex works, obviously. So let's see if friendship works. Because you're not just using him for sex. You, you want something deeper to see if there's something else there. So give it a chance to, to, to percolate. So yeah. I, would, I would say, hey, do you feel like uh, rollerblading this weekend? And go rollerblading with him. And see what that does. See if it if if it if it perks any other side because it, your relationship. If you're going for the long game, you got to really build into it to see if you have fun and just like enjoying each other's time. Yeah, this is just I, just at the baby baby beginning. Yeah, so there's nothing wrong with starting with sex, but you better better find out real quick if you want to be friends. Unless you just want the relationship with sex, and it didn't sound that way f- with from what I was reading mm-hmm, between the lines. No. I mean, I know a lot of people, um, especially people that come through the studio that are like, yeah, my, um, the person I'm married to, I met on a one night stand. It happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the common thing is to say, you know, don't start with that and whatever, but it does happen. Yeah. I, I see nothing wrong with starting to see if you guys are physical, if there's a physical attraction back one way or the other way, right from the beginning. Yeah. You never know. But I also am a very strong believer in making sure that if it's going to be for something that after that, make sure you have friends. I mean, I, I tell my son as he was went, had a relationship, didn't work out and he was, you know, deciding what he wanted to do. So he took a pause just from relationships for a period of time. And I said, whoever you go out with next, go do something, you know, your first date, you know, you work at an ice skating rink, you know, you know, hockey rink, open it up and see if she wants to shoot pucks with you at mid, at midnight, whatever it is. And I said, that's what you like. Yeah. Find someone that likes to do it with you and, and see if there's, if there's a commonality there that you enjoy. And the person he's seeing now, he says, we have fun. She's cool. Yeah. I really like, I like hanging with her. And I said to myself, I'm thinking back, I am delighted. I'm hearing all the right things. Yeah. So, yeah. I think just, just ask, send mm-hmm. the text. You never know. And if it's not him, it's, you know, lightning will strike again. Yeah. And by the way, you don't have to wait any longer. If you if you feel compelled that you want to talk to him now, saying, hey, do you want to go out, go rollerblading this weekend? You're totally cool doing that now. Yeah. Shoot your shot. And that's easy. And that's not, that's not getting knee deep into a discussion. It's not saying, gee, 
I'm a one night stander and, you know, I'm Charlie Harper. And by the way, you rock, you rock my world. I think you're better off just saying, Hey, let's just go rollerblade and see if we have fun. Yeah. Okay. Best of luck to you. Yes, I do. And we want to hear. I know. I know. We don't say that after every story because we used to say it after every story. But they know we want to hear. I know. Because now we got the updates she Because she has heard every one of our shows. That is true. That is true. Everyone. You know we want to know. In fact- and Update form. In fact, were you <laughs> were you on Patreon last night on uh, when, I, when I came on from the airplane? We don't know. We don't know. All right. Let's roll on number five. Our grand finale. For the night. Number five. Okay. Was confronting this girl in my college club the wrong thing to do? We're going to find out. I, 22 female, have been in this college club for only two years and have been able to get along with everyone. My boyfriend, 22 male, also happens to be in this club with me. This year is our senior year and I want to make the most of it. A new member, 18 female, entered the group and has been very passionate. This made me excited for the future of the group. Unfortunately, this new member has made many comments that crossed my boundaries. For example, when my boyfriend went up to give a speech at one of our group rallies, and as he went up, she yelled, I love you, his name. I was standing right in front of her. Another time, as we were talking about places to host our meetings, my boyfriend offered our apartment. We've lived together for two years now. As he was talking, she blurted, marry me, and everyone froze. I exited the meeting as that was the last time I was going to let her cross my boundaries. I decided to talk to her about how these comments made me feel. I told her that while she might not mean any harm by her comments, they make me uncomfortable and I'd appreciate it if she'd stop. She apologized and agreed to not make any more comments about my boyfriend. I was so proud that I was able to stand up for myself as I find this very difficult. Later on, I heard from a friend that she was gossiping about me behind my back to other members in our club. She said she doesn't think she did anything wrong and even accused me of overreacting. This angered me so much because if she had had something to say about the situation, she should have told me about it, not the other people in our group. I worry that her shit talking will make the other people in my club not respect me like before. Now, I regret coming forward about my feelings because it started something much bigger. I also don't think it was fair for her to lie to my face and talk behind my back. So was confronting this person in my group the wrong thing to do? I can't take this drama anymore. Well, I definitely think that you had you had all the, the right to say what you said to her. Now we're going to the next step where it's starting a war. And it's, now it's going to become drama. You react the wrong way, it becomes drama. And she may really like your boyfriend. She may be trying to undermine and start all this shit to see what he does. You know, this is your lover, I would imagine. This is your guy. and Been together for five years. Hold on a second. Better yet. I think that after being with someone for five years that you can have an open conversation, not out of anger, not out of jealousy, but out of respect. And say, I, you know, I'm letting you know that you have nothing to do with this that I know of as of today. How do you feel when she does this? Are you okay with it? Do you ignore it? Do you find it cute? Do you find it fun? What, how do you see it? Yeah. And let's hear his response. And he might just try to play it off, you know, say, oh, it doesn't mean anything. 
And you'll say, well, I want you to know that I went to her because I was disturbed by it. Yeah. And it hurt me. And I told her that I found it inappropriate and it, it bothers me. And I asked her nicely, can you not do that? Now, I didn't have a cat fight with her and I didn't go with her with disrespect. But obviously, she is now disrespecting me by going around and continuing it. And I have no intention to get into a cat fight with her any further. But I'm telling you, I'm not comfortable with it. And if yeah. you'd like to go tell her that you're uncomfortable with it, that would be fine. But I don't want to deal with it anymore. And if she keeps doing it and you don't get her to, you don't at least try to stop her, at least try to say something, you're not really the person who has my back and who's not my partner. Yeah. And that's probably the way I would do it. Now, you, a lot of you out there might think that I'm full of shit and just, you know, either ignore her and ignore the whole thing or go deal with it on her own. But I think that he's got something to say here because he is the target that this woman is using as the bullet or the gun to shoot the bullet back at her. Right. Or she just wants the guy and she's willing to do whatever she can to get it. But she's certainly not going to anybody else saying, I love you and I want to marry you or marry me. True. Like it's not like hyping up the group, whoever it is. It, we, we didn't hear it was, you know, anybody other than, than, than the target. I feel like it'd she, be mentioned. Yeah. Right. So she's not spreading the love. She's focused on the love. Yeah. And that could be a problem. Well, and so, there's a few thoughts here. You're seniors. She's a freshman. Like, just ignore it. Move forward. Right. That's you're you're, that's one. you're done. In a, you're done this month. Right. Is your boyfriend doing anything to instigate this? We may not know that. Does he have any part in it? Who knows? But it could come out in that conversation, mm -hmm. right? You got to confront and say, "Here's how I'm feeling. Here's what's happening." Because you've been together for five years. You've lived together for two. You're clearly connected on a so deep level. I, I got a question. Okay. So you do agree that the next conversation really is with the boyfriend? I do, because then if he's like, oh, that bothers you this much? Okay, let me mention it to her. If he mentions it to her, then I feel like it goes away. Maybe, but more Maybe. likely than her, because it's like, oh, he's telling me now that's going to be a lot different than... That's going to be humiliating to her where he says, I really don't think it's appropriate. I have no interest in you and please don't do it. You're hurting my... You're, right. You know, I just find it inappropriate. It makes me feel uncomfortable for the woman who I'm, who I'm with. Right. Or with your conversation, you can come to the conclusion like, hey, means nothing to me. The boyfriend can say mm -hmm. this. It means nothing to me. And you know what? We have less than a year left. Let's finish strong, not make turn this into anything, and we're gone. You know, it, it, you can also just not make it a, make it a thing because mm -hmm. as soon as you make it a thing, it's a thing, and you know you want her to be this big part of the club going forward, and 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 all this stuff. So, so you do you and I agree on the same thing? Don't go back to her. No, we agree on that. Hundred percent. Yeah, we've already checked that box. So have a talk with your boyfriend and just kind of see where it goes. You, you don't know where the conversation could go. It's probably the you know, more likely than not, it'll be like, ah, yeah, whatever. It's it's whatever. And, and and it could be something even worse. It could be a side thing where she's got the silent thing with him and he may have the silent thing with her. And the, You never know. You don't know. And if that's the case, it's, it, that's got to come forward as well so you can go on with your life. And, then, and as they say, you dodged a bullet. You found sure. Out. I mean, for your sake, 
I really hope that's not the case. I don't think it is. But it's good to have peace of mind and kind of close that door mm-hmm. and and know like, all right, yeah, cool. It was just me freaking out, but let's figure out how to deal with this together. Teamwork. There you are. Partner. Yeah. Your partnership. That's right. So that's our five. That is. This is the night. This yes. is a wrap. A little shorter tonight because <laughs> we still got to edit and it's late. We got to edit. And uh, we got to bang out some more shows this week because I'm going to really be gone for the next, you know, four to six weeks. So we got a lot of stuff to, you know, busy, cover. busy summer. So thanks for watching and being a part of our uh, our lives and breaking us a part of your lives. And uh, whether you're in the car, whether you're in your living room, whether you're on the moon, wherever you are. But the one thing we I, we really would love love you to do is subscribe. Yes, please. It really does. Uh, it helps us. Yes, the, the the advertisers like us more when we do that. And we do put a lot of effort as, as part of our careers now. So, and tell not, your friends. And tell your friends. Pass the word. If you like, if you enjoy us and you, and, and the one thing that we do do here is 100% integrity of the things that we address and how we do it. And that's really important because I've been watching a lot of um, different podcasts and I see how they just bait you in to watch this stuff. And the, where I really like some of the podcasts in the beginning and I saw how they, they went rogue and they're, they're, the integrity has been compromised and it, it, it aggravates me. Yeah. And, and we're not controlled by the subscribing, but it really does. In our case, it does help. Yeah, we want our family to grow. And I appreciate you. And I, and we try to give you really the best the best that we have to offer. So we, again, we appreciate you bringing us into your car, home, pods, walks, whatever it might be. Yep. And keep the stories coming. Good night. We'll see you next week. Good night.